Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, yesterday, my podcast was basically an on-location podcast, and uh, I really enjoyed doing that, so I plan on doing that a lot more, going to actual sites where some incredible events happen, some some events I want to try to... I'm going to try to focus on on events that uh, a lot of people don't know about and uh, find out, find where the sites are and, and then visit them and you know film the location and so we can get a, a better idea of, of what it might have been like. And of course, I think there will be other sites that I would like to travel to uh, that everybody knows about, but uh, you know, just to get an idea, you know. I, so as time goes on, I, I believe that there will be more on-location podcasts, and I really, I really enjoyed how uh, going out yesterday and and uh, filming that, and it was a, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. But anyway, I did I ran a a poll on Spotify uh, regarding uh, well. Uh, the guy that I was talking about in that podcast, he initially didn't want to talk about, like, this was something that happened in the late 1960s where a guy uh, in, from Pennsylvania saw uh, a, a, f- a flying saucer come out of a stripping pit, uh, a coal of uh, a water-filled stripping pit that was covered with ice, and he never told any about it, anybody about it for, for years and years until he, you know, went public with it in, in the late 90s. But I asked the question uh, for, in that Spotify uh, podcast that I uploaded yesterday. Have you seen a UFO but never told anyone about it for fear of ridicule? And so far, uh, I only have nine votes, but there's 29 days left, so we'll see how it all pans out in the end. But uh, nine people voted, five voted yes, and four voted no. So that's basically 55.6% yes and 44.4% no at this moment in time on a Saturday afternoon at the 3:53 p.m. Eastern Time. So we'll see how that pans out over time. But obviously, there are people out there who see things and never say anything to anybody because they're afraid they're going to get ridiculed, and that's it's obvious. You know, that's the way things have been set up in this world uh, since the 1950s. There's been an effort by uh, mostly, I would say, definitely implemented by the Air Force back in the 50s to basically say that anybody who sees objects or reports objects are either liars, hoaxers, drunks, druggies, you know, whatever, something to make them look bad. And that's why people a lot of times will keep their mouth shut, even to this day, even though we've had some progress over the last five or six years now, uh, even though there's been some progress, uh, <clears throat> you know, to take away that stigma. But there are still people out there who kept their mouth sh- who, and, and will continue to keep their mouth shut. Uh, and, and you know what's going to be interesting, I think, at, at some point in the future, you know, there's going to be a time, we're going to come to a time where uh, where it's known, where after some sort of disclosure, whether it's a forced disclosure by the aliens themselves or uh, the government finally decides to tell the people that it's supposed to be serving the truth, right, because they've been lying for all these years. <clears throat> but after that happens, you're going to see people you never expect it. You know, they come forward and and, and open their, and tell their stories. They'll finally uh, reveal incidents that happened to them that they've kept to themselves because they didn't want people, other people, to think they were crazy. And then when it becomes a known fact that that's accepted by the government, that the government admits to finally that the scientific community finally address, uh, acknowledges. Well, then you're going to see people that you never heard of before, that you would never think of before, that, yeah, I saw something way back in, you know, 1995, but I never said anything because, you know, I didn't want to be, people call me a, a nut. 
So I, I really believe that that's what's going to happen at, at some point in the future. But yeah, there are people right now who have never who have seen a UFO but never told anyone about it because of a fear of ridicule. And so I do thank people who are responding to that. That's that's an interesting poll. Now, of course, as you could understand, I don't really, I, I'm talking about it. I don't care. I don't care, obviously, right? But anyway, today, uh, I want to get into the main story today, and that story is about Avi Loeb. <clears throat> and uh, he's he wants, he thinks there needs to be more funding for UFO research. And he, and he has this big opinion column that he published in the, that was published in The Hill, on uh, March 29th, and uh, we're going to go through this, and we're going to talk about it, and uh, we'll go. Through, I'm going to read through this, and I'll give my thoughts about what I think about what he's saying as we go through this. But anyway, here's the headline for it. It says, UFOs, Extraordinary Evidence Requires Extraordinary Funding by Avi Loeb. <clears throat> Imagine a question that is of great interest to the public and to authorities, but scholars argue that it should be banned and ridicule peers who engage with it. Well, I don't know. So, yeah. It sounds like the Earth-centric theologians who persecuted Galileo four centuries ago, doesn't it? If so, we might feel relieved and argue that we came a long way since the Middle Ages through the age of enlightenment to modern science. Not so. As of March 2023, mainstream scientists react to intriguing evidence about anomalous objects near Earth by banning the possibility that one or more of them might be of extraterrestrial technological origin. Well, he's right about that. He is right about that. There are people that right now who uh, still a lot of people in the scientific community are basically scoffing at people like Avi Loeb and uh, Gary Nolan of, uh, oh, of course, uh, Avi Loeb is a Harvard uh, professor and also uh, Gary Nolan is from Stanford. He's a Stanford University uh, physicist. So yeah, those people don't are, are, are basically scoffed at somewhat by the scientific community but it is getting better <clears throat> anyway continuing with this it says to argue is one thing but to repeat sagan's mantra carl sagan's mantra that extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence without seeking the evidence is a circular argument of a self-fulfilling prophecy it is akin to george orwell's novel 1984 where the party slogan is ignorance is strength the enlightened approach to intriguing evidence is to seek more evidence that this requires that this requires action, not a dismissal, makes it unpopular. That this requires action, but not a dismissal, makes it unpopular. Yes, yes, uh, I get it. But let me just say something here. Uh, this is true, but we're living in. We're still at the same time. We're living in. I think it's. I think you could say three separate realities here. Okay, there are three separate realities. There's a, there's this one reality, which is a, so it's a bogus reality, right? Where UFOs and alien visitation is not real, okay? Then there's a second reality where there are some scientists like Avi Loeb who are saying they think this needs more study, but they don't know yet. They don't think that there's, they don't have evidence that they need to be able to come out and say without hesitation that this is in fact, there is in fact an extraterrestrial presence on Earth, on this Earth. And then, and that, and that, believe me, let me just say this, that reality is, it's a phony reality too. Then there is the real reality, the third reality, the one that I'm living in. The one where there is an extraterrestrial presence here. Okay, there is an extraterrestrial presence here. Period. I, I've seen one of the beings. I've seen one of the craft. There's millions of other people who have encountered these things. Right? It's real. It's real. 
and, and there is evidence out there for Abby Loeb to look at. And and and, and if anybody were to look at, it, if anybody were to read all the, the the history of this that's been compiled by so many different researchers over the years, and, and look at all the reports from different people, all these people are not lying. Okay, so th th it is we're living with something that's there's something here that's not human that it has uh, technology that exceeds anything that we humans have. But anyway, let's, I, at the same time, I'm not, you know, I'm glad about people that, that, that people like Avi Loeb are, are stepping up to the plate. I'm really happy about it. I'm happy about this story. I'm happy that he's doing things like this. This is great. It's, to me, it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully, someday he comes into the real reality that a lot of us are, are actually living in. But this is not reality. The, the reality to say that we need more. Yeah, we do need more research and more study. But guess what? There has been stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. We need to get that. We need to extract that. We need to pry that from their from their cold uh, hands. They're still alive, so they're not dead. So I, I can't throw the word dead in there. Not cold, dead hands like Charlton Heston said. I'm, I'm talking about cold hands. They're cold, ruthless, heartless. Military industrial complex, holding on to this, keeping the biggest secret of all time, the biggest story of all time from the public, from the world. Anyway, let's continue with this story. Uh, it says here, my point is, that extraordinary evidence requires extraordinary funding. The scientific study of objects near Earth as potential extraterrestrial technological signatures receives no federal funding at this time. It doesn't? It doesn't receive? Let's stop there for a second. It doesn't receive? There's no There's no federal funding uh, You being used for the study of extraterrestrials and their craft? I don't believe that. I think there is funding, and we don't know about it. I think there's a lot of black budget funding, obviously. I mean, if you look at the at the Wilson Davis memo, I mean, it's obvious what's going on, right? The physicist interviewed uh, the Admiral Wilson, Thomas Wilson, back in the early 2000, 2002, and, and Wilson told him that, um, you know, we know the story. Wilson basically told him that the... That the people are, are in charge of this are basically working for a weapons manufacturing organization, and they're obviously receiving funding, right? And they're receiving government funding. We just don't. It's it's being kept secret, though. Like it's being spent. It, we don't know, even though there's taxpayer dollars being allocated for the study of these extraterrestrial beings and their craft, right? It's not being told to the public. There's no. You're not going to find any line line item in the in the budget for the United States, right? That says. Uh, a study of alien technology in, in, as a line item in the budget for the United States. It's just not going to happen, right? It's not going to be there. It, but it is there, right? It's, it, will be, it will be bunched in with a bunch of other things, and that's, it's a big lie. He's just, a, I mean, uh, Avi Loeb, if he were to do his research, he would already know this. He would actually be saying something else about this. Instead of asking for funding, what he should be doing is saying, hey, it's time to release what you got. And we know you have scientists in the background that have been studying this for over 75 years now. What do they know? What did they learn? Let's share that with the rest of us. Why do we got to start all over? I mean, basically, they're, what's happening, it seems to me, it's like they're, they're forcing scientists of today to start from, from scratch when there's actually 75 years worth of hidden uh, uh, study that's, that's not being shown to them. That's the problem. And, and I, don't, I don't know how he doesn't see this. I mean, again, pick up some books and read them, Abby. I mean, there's books out there, again, but the, the whole history of this has been laid out there by people like Richard M. Dolan, right? He's a historian who wrote some books on there called UFOs in a National Security State, Volumes 1 and 2. I talk about them all the time. Why aren't they looking at that? And you'll see, you'll be, wow, there must be something going on behind the scenes. Why am I arguing for funding? They're obviously studying this in secret. Why don't you just show us what you got? Why are we playing this stupid game? <clears throat> anyway, where was I? 
The committees in charge of allocating federal funds to space research are full of mainstream scientists who argue that they should minimize risks in order to save taxpayers money. But the reality is that taxpayers are fascinated by this question more than many other questions funded by these committees. Let me just say something. Yes, I'm, I'm certain that there's a lot of taxpayers out there that are very extremely uh, interested and fascinated. Uh, there's no question about that. But guess what? It's already being studied behind their backs and they're not being shown the results. The fruits the fruits of the labor of those studies is not being presented to the public. Again, we're being forced to do things that scientists, and, and, like and, and, uh, people like in Abby Loeb's position, basically think that we need to start studying it from this point on and start like just uh, try to figure out things from scratch. Again, what's been going on behind the scenes for 75 years? That's like a missed point. We're playing this game of stupidity. Again, I've been talking about this recently. We're playing this really dumb game. Anyway, let's continue reading this. It says... Moreover, the U.S. Congress established last year the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARROW, directed by Sean Kirkpatrick, Ph.D., under the Department of Defense with the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, DNI. It is the day job of these agencies to monitor the Earth's atmosphere for suspicious, suspicious objects, and they would be the first to notice anomalies. When I attended a public event at the Washington National Cathedral in November 2021 alongside the director of national intelligence, Avril Haynes, who studied physics as an undergraduate of the, at the University of Chicago, Haynes said, referring to unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, also known as UFOs, there's always a question of, is there something else that we simply do not understand that might come extraterrestrially? University of California, San Diego professor Brian Keating recently polled Twitter users on the Uma Uma interstellar object and found more than half of the nearly 1,000 respondents believe it was of extraterrestrial technological origin. Obviously, scientific truth is not ruled by popular opinion and the scientific evidence here is inconclusive, but the fact that three of the four known interstellar objects, ISOs, appear anomalous, namely the meteor's IM-1 and IM-2 in their high material strength and UMA-UMA in its non-gravitational acceleration without a visible cometary tail is intriguing for those who maintain their childhood curiosity or beginner's mind. Common sense suggests that if the public and the government define the study of UAP and ISOs as important, as important it is the civil duty of scientists to help them figure out the nature of these anomalous objects. How can academia, including the SETI Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence community, push back against the curiosity-driven exploration of the nature of UAP and ISOs? Such pushback is not a relic of ancient history, but the content of tweets by some scientists in recent days. Okay, let's just stop there. Oh, SETI, the silly effort to investigate, as uh, the late Stanton Friedman used to say. Uh, SETI's not interested in finding extraterrestrials here on Earth. They're not interested in that at all. They're interested in send, uh, listening to radio signals from space and hoping they could uh, capture uh, you know, the aliens' music or something. I don't know. It's really dumb, whatever it is. But they don't care about that. They don't. The people who are running the show there at SETI, they're, they're, they're completely ignorant of the extraterrestrial reality. They don't want anything to do with it. Actually, it will put them out of business. But you would think if you're called to search for extraterrestrial intelligence, you would be focused on the stuff that's going on right here on Earth, right? The, the people that have seen these things, people who have been abducted, cattle mutilations, the works, right? But they're not. Uh, they're interested in just nonsense, stupid stuff. Again, the game of stupid. Okay, continuing. 
It says, this pushback is particularly puzzling, puzzling given a recent poll conducted by Professor Elizabeth Stanway from the University of Warwick in the UK, which showed that 93% of UK astronomers, that's 223 of 239 respondents, expressed an interest in science fiction, while 69%, or 164, stated that it had influenced their life or career choices. Common sense is not commonplace when a subject touches a sensitive nerve in human psychology. In this case, it is the arrogant notion that we are the smartest in the cosmos. It would surely be easiest for us to win the cosmic competition if we are alone. The Galileo Project at Harvard University, which I lead, is funded by private donations and is engaged in the scientific study of UAP and ISOs as potential technological relics. In fact, the Galileo research team already assembled a functioning observatory and is planning a Pacific Ocean expedition to retrieve relics from the first interstellar meteor, IM-1. Its first collection of scientific papers will be made publicly available next month after being peer-reviewed. It is likely that the skeptics of today will turn into believers as soon as researchers find indisputable evidence of extraterrestrial technological objects. Well, let me just say something. I think they will... And they would become believers if the uh, the people, the, the gatekeepers, were to open the doors and finally show them what's going on. That would shut them up. The debunkers would disappear like a nightmare before the breaking day. I mean, these people are morons, idiots, and, and basically exhibitionists. That's what I think they are, exhibitionists. They, 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 they don't believe in this stuff, and they'll make stupid claims just because, yeah, guess what? They can do it because the government is basically mostly on their side for the most part for years. I mean, it's starting to change a little bit, but for the most part, over the decades, the government has basically been on the side of the dumb, dumb debunkers, right? And uh, that's starting to change. They don't like that. that that's you know, it's a shift in... in in power here and in, in the power structure of the extraterrestrial reality you had these people who have been suppressing the news and the stories and the reality of this for all these decades the people on the debunker side and the government for the most part basically help was helping them the whole time and now you have the government acknowledging that there's some things out there that they can't see what they are but now you see that the bunkers are saying they we but we know the answer we know what the answer is it's uh it's just uh, that uh, it's just it's nothing it's uh must be a bird flying that the gimbal object must be just a bird flying so that's you know but but again if, if we were to get the actual real evidence that's been being studied secretly for all these decades which is exists there's no question about it anybody who would, would do the research would know that the governments of the world particularly the united states is big time liars when it comes to this and they are hiding evidence of the extraterrestrial reality i'm sure that they have craft and i'm sure that they have bodies Anyway, let's continue with this. It says, until then, UAP researchers face the challenge of raising the extraordinary funds that would enable this extraordinary evidence. Again, let me just stop there. The Yeah, there is a challenge. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that the scientific community has to raise any funds. Why should the scientific community have to raise any funds when there's already been studies been ongoing for decades and they already have all the data that we would need? Why go through this? It's so dumb. You know, somebody. Should, I'm gonna invent. You know, I'm gonna come up with my own board game. You know, it's gonna be called the, the how to be really stupid in, in you with when it comes to the UFO topic, and and, and there's gonna be no way it could win. You know, it, it, 
on a, I don't know. There has to be. This is so stupid. Like I, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I mean, it's there. The evidence is there, but yet we're talking like this. We're scientists like Abby Loeber are forced to start from scratch with nothing and 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 go out to the Pacific Ocean to to, to look at a meteor to find out whether it's extraterrestrial or not. When really somewhere you know maybe Area fifty Area fifty one or at Wright Patterson Air Force Base right right now there's a flying saucer, a couple of flying saucers and some alien bodies on ice. And a whole bunch of scientists who know what's going on behind the scenes, a whole bunch of documentation that that's why are we getting that? That's being held from us by people with the military in the, in the military industrial complex. Why do we got to play this stupid game? It's a dumb, dumb game. Continuing here, it says, as I told students in my class last week, knowledge is strength. It allows us to adapt to the reality we all share. This includes the question of whether there are smarter kids in our cosmic neighborhood. Let me tell you something. There are smarter kids, Avi. I've seen one of these smarter kids. It showed up in my bedroom back in 1977. This thing was smarter than you. It was smarter than any other scientist on earth that had technology. Anyhow, that's smarter than anything that we had. I don't know how the hell it got in my bedroom, right? But it was there. And then again, I also saw... Some, one of their craft in 1994 during a, a fishing trip. And believe me, it's way better than anything we have. I can tell you right now, I assure you, whatever they have, right, it's way better. Way, way, way better. All right, continuing. It says, following a recent fireside chat at Lexington's Cary Library, an audience member asked me, do you think that extraterrestrials are smarter than we are? I replied, I sure hope so, because it would imply that we can learn from them and aspire to a better future than our past. Well, let me, let me just, that's the end of the article. Let me just comment on that. Well, guess what we're trying, guess what we're doing instead? We're trying to aspire to make the future worse. Because what do you think they're they're trying to reverse engineer these things for? They're trying to reverse engineer engineer this these cra captured craft basically to take control of the planet. That's the reason. It's going to be used as a weapon. That's the kind of that's what we are. That's what human beings are. We stink. The human race stinks. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of nice people, right? But some of us really stink, right? And that's what this is all about. That's what it's all about. So it's unfortunate. Uh, but I'm again, I'm glad for people like Abby Loeb. I'm glad. I think Gary uh, Gary Nolan. He's somebody. I think uh, one of the. He's probably the foremost scientist right now. I would put. In, I put. I would put Gary Nolan at the top of the scientific food chain when it comes to UFOs. He's more, way more open to it than Abby Loeb. But Abby Loeb is. You know, he's trying. He's 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 basing everything. All, all of his ideas are being based on. Uh, like he's trying to base his his study on on known science and where Gary Nolan is actually talking about he had he had encounters with beings as, as far as he believes he he's there I think I think Gary Nolan is there and of course we have we've had a lot of good researchers over the years uh, coming up with information that none of the debunkers ever they never look into this at all they just sit back in their armchair and uh, and make proclamations. Uh, so I mean, we like for instance, like we had you know people like David Jacobs who was who has studied this and and come up with, whether he's right or wrong, right about the uh, uh, alien hybridization program. At least he studied this. He's interviewed thousand you know well over a thousand people, hypnotized over a thousand people over over the course of his career. He's written several books, and we have other re UFO researchers that keep on putting out the stories. Oh, there's so many stories out there. Of course, like I talk about all the time, Preston Dennett. He's somebody that does his homework a big time researcher has written 30 books i had him on the show here recently uh there, there's people out there that are trying but for the most part the mainstream media ignores them and instead they bring in people like neil degrasse tyson who sits down and just has who's never really studied this and and he, he's a very you know personable 
guy you know he's enjoyable to listen to he's funny and all that kind of stuff and he knows a lot about the universe and the galaxy and he has a lot of neat, neat theories to talk about he has a lot of different books he's written uh very interesting things he does however when it comes to ufos you know he he he's basically towing the pentagon line on this like he's acting he's acting dumb you know again i'm gonna come up with a board game called uh how to be stu- stupid uh, when studying UFOs or something. I don't know. Something It's going to be like Monopoly and there'll be like cards where you could pick, you know, there'll be dumb, dumb cards and, you know, you know, instead of community chess, there'll be dumb, dumb cards. Instead of chance, there'll be idiot cards. And, and, and if you, if you, if you pick up a card and you see like Neil deGrasse Tyson's face, you got You're going to have to go all the way back to start and lose all your money. Like there's going to be no way to win. Like I'll set it up where the chances of winning would be like, point zero zero nine percent chance of winning the game like no like you could have like up to seven players right but at the end of the like nobody's gonna win right that's how that's how it will be set up and 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 there can't be just one winner like even if it's it's a it's a game of uh uh basically uh when people it's like and then there were none it's like an agatha will be like an agatha christie story or a mystery story where the people keep getting bumped off and then maybe the last person might be able to win but in the end he'll get a he'll get a dumb dumb card and lose his life I, I, whatever i'll it'd be set up where it's almost impossible to win because that's what it feels like with this ufo stuff you know i mean it feels like we're not getting we're we're, we're like we we, it's we're there like there's people starting to acknowledge it but again they're not acknowledging the fact that this has been covered up since 1947 and that there most certainly has been secret studies going on behind the scenes and most certainly weapons manufacturers are basically in charge of it they're basically this shadow government that are working behind the scenes on this you know people talk about all kinds of stupid conspiracy theories all the time right stupid right there is only one real conspiracy theory folks the only real conspiracy theory in this world is the ufo cover-up because there's aliens here and for whatever reason they're covering it up the people you know the people in charge the people that when something crashes they'll hurry up and cover it up hide it and then tell everybody it was nothing don't worry about it it was nothing that's what's really going on and the aliens there are aliens here i don't know what they're up to but they're here anyway Thank you for joining me, and uh, until next time.